Hello and welcome back to episode two of the Medi and Hannah podcast. We have such an exciting topic planned for today, which the title I know is very dramatic. It's is social media destroying our relationship, but we are going to find out if social media is destroying our relationship in today's episode. So before we dive into that, um, I very quickly, and I know you did as well, we just wanted to say thank you so much for all of the kind, sweet, beautiful messages that we received sure. for episode number one. Sure. I don't know about you, but for me, I did have those excited nerves to get started. So I was overwhelmed and so happy to see all of those comments because it really resonated that I already knew we wanted to do this so much. Um, but to see all of those sweet words, I just, it made me know that we're doing the right thing with this podcast. So thank you. It's definitely impressive to see the response and the feedback from, uh, everyone out there and especially yeah. seeing all those familiar faces you know friends that i have that uh, engage with the, the marketing that we did exactly. for the podcast uh it feels amazing to know that there is already some support out there mm -hmm. some people that are curious that want to know more uh but it's also it puts me it's personally like, i don't know about you but it's like i'm in a spotlight yeah for sure you know? for sure no, well, it's something we're passionate about. So yeah. at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we're doing a really good job. Um, and I think anything that you're passionate about, you are always going to have those nerves. Like with my teaching, I get nervous. I've been teaching for so many years now. And every time I teach anything, I still get nervous. And I, I doubt that's ever going to go away if it hasn't gone away already. Um, so I feel the same way about this podcast. It's something that we're so excited about. So I do get those little like... Nervous I feelings. got the butterfly nerves right now, to be honest with you. That, that's so. good because it makes you, makes you make sure that you do the right thing, that exactly. you are put together, exactly. that you say the right thing, that you're yeah. a good example to people, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And no, because it's not just us. I mean, yes, at the end of the day, it is us talking to each other, having our conversations, but uh, we are sharing them with you. Yes. <laughs> so we do want them to be insightful and we do want them to be interesting. Interested and learn something, you know? Um, but me for sure, it's, I do not want to say something wrong. I don't want to slip, you know, you know what I mean? That's, we do do that, all <laughs> that a lot. And uh, oh I don't know God. about you, but I'm, I'm sure we, we said that before, but uh, in our journey in, in social media, we, you know, when we garnered this community already in the past doing social media, um, it was a huge community of people that we do not know. We should definitely make a video, by the way, talking about that experience. We can actually do a quick one here if you want. Okay, fine. <laughs> but my point is, we were, uh, I'm not sure about you, but me for yeah. sure, like I didn't care about the things that I would potentially slip up on. Yeah, no, I was never nervous. True, because it wasn't our friends watching. It wasn't no. that we knew. It, yeah. Even though they were real people watching, obviously, duh. It didn't feel that way because you couldn't make that personal you didn't have a face in front of you that's like, oh, that's so-and-so from down the street. And history as well. And history, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I was never nervous. Now that we're doing something... And, <laughs> but that's the thing. Uh, the community that we garnered was like a, like you know, tens of thousands of people. Uh, and 99% of them were people we didn't know. And we were, you know... I'd say 100%. Be goofy, be... Yeah. God, I didn't care, you know? Um, but now it's probably not even tens of thousands. It's probably like... A, a few dozens. Oh my God. We have to show up that one day. I know you, your friends, 
And yeah, we know you. <laughs> yeah, you may not be tens of thousands of strangers, but you could just be 12 people. And that's enough to put me on in the spotlight and make yes. sure that I want to be composed. I want to say the right thing. I want to be a good example. You know what I mean? So say the right thing 99% of the time. There will be yeah. those 1% of slip-ups. Yeah, please if I slip, <laughs> if I have a voice crack or something, if I, you know. Okay, can I say something though? 100% of the time. He always, he's like, my voice crack. I never hear it. <laughs> oh, it does. And you hear it. I know. No, but like lately for the past week, you'll be saying something and you're like, oh, mm, excuse me. I was like, I didn't hear a thing. I hate it. I hate those little mm, Even I now. <laughs> and I slur a lot. So yeah. Um, that is a Knowing that it's people that I know that watches this. Hey, it makes it more interesting at the end of the day. On the spot. But anyways, guys, welcome. To the Medi and Hannah podcast. Episode number two. two. Well, we're going to talk about how or is yes. social media destroying our relationship. I know. Okay, right off the bat, obviously it hasn't destroyed it because we are sitting here together. But we are going to talk about that um, within the bulk of this video. We have some very exciting talking points today. So very. I, if you are ready, I'm ready to dive in. I would love for you to begin. Okay. Uh, so the way we want to just start this podcast off today, we are talking about social media. So I thought it would be interesting if we give a really short kind of background of how we were introduced to social media mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in general, because I know that we were introduced to it in very different ways That's and true. in incredibly different stages of our life. So I will start and then if you want to get going after me. You begin, um, baby. But Go ahead. I, I actually did not get on social media until I was like 16 or 17, on the brink of 18. And I know this is surprising. Oh, it's almost 10 years. No, because if you look at kids today, exactly. Because how old were you? Okay, yeah, I wasn't six or seven. I was more like uh, 11 or 12. Which still, no, that's still really young in my mind now today. But in terms of kids you see today, they're on it six. they're what, like six? Yeah, five, six, I'm yeah. sure younger than that as well. But um, yeah. for myself, it was 16 or 17. The very first platform that I was introduced to was Instagram. And I remember sliding it by- That's my, eight. I, I know, Oof. but I remember even at that point, I had to convince my parents, I'm like, it's not social media, it's an application for editing pictures. <laughs> so like <laughs> me and my sister, we got it, and I remember like we were like really we had this whole thing. I, I think it was mostly me. I'm not gonna throw her under the bus. This was me coming up with this, but um, yeah, we we're like no, it's not like Facebook. It's not like any of those. Like it's just for like pictures, and you can like send them to your friend if you want them to see it. So that was the way we kind of slid it by. That's Snapchat, baby. Obviously, they figured out that it was social media, and we were. You know, we we're not allowed to use it for a while after Good. that. Um, but yeah, first was Instagram. I didn't get Facebook until I was 17. Facebook, I'll be honest with you, never piqued my interest. Um, it was always Instagram, but it was very innocent at the beginning. Um, and I know you've talked about that before as well. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the way it is today. I remember if you got on Instagram, I maybe had 50 people for the first year that I actually knew physically. Um, and that is whose pictures I saw and I would share mine as well. It, there was no advertisements. There was no influencers. If there were, I was not aware of them back then. Um, so it started, God, yeah, it started very innocently and Instagram was my platform. And I think over time it just kind of, I don't know, it progressively got more and more and more escalated into what it is today. But it was just, honestly, Instagram was my social media. 
I was not huge into YouTube, not huge into Facebook. Twitter was non-existent. I missed the messenger bus. I, I didn't catch on that early because I was too MSN? Young. Yeah, MSN. Uh, Do you know what that. MSN is, guys? Yeah. I caught Snapchat a little bit. I was into Snapchat for a while. Yeah, MSN. But, um, it's old school. No, to be honest, looking back, I'm so grateful. I mean, starting at 11, I think you still had that experience as well. But I'm so happy that I didn't get on social media until such a later age because yes. I got to, like, I got so much experience of being a kid, you know? Like, I feel like you grow up so quickly when you're exposed to social media at such a young age. Like, if you look at seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, they are so much more, it's not necessarily mature, but it's like they're not a kid in the sense that we were a kid when I was seven years old. Like, like more adventurous? Yeah. When I was 11 and 12, do you know, we were outside in the dirt playing in our backyard, coming up with games because we were bored, you know, like you, and I know you've told me there's some games that you came up with as well, outdoors with your brothers, with your friends. Sure. There was one specifically you told me the name. Yamakasi. Whatever that is. Yes. Climbing walls and the, and the compounds and, and neighborhoods. And being dangerous and yeah. like running, but Parkour. like, how cute, you know, we came up with a game. I think we called it like FBI and one of us would have to go disguise ourselves as like the criminal and we just run around the neighborhood and you try to catch the criminal. Like that was our game. Um, and I feel like kids these days are severely missing out on like that stupidity of being a seven year old stage and they're already glued to their phones. So I'm very happy with the way that I was. Thank you, mom and dad for not letting me have social media for such a long time. As frustrated as I was back then, I'm grateful for it now. That's definitely a good move, a good move on their part. You yeah. know why? Because especially you said you got into uh, that when you were 16, 17. Yeah, I was, I was it, old. Social media back at that time was already very, very destructive. Um, you think so? At 16, 17? What, what, what year was that? No, but like back then, Uh, 1617? What year was that? Hey, my math is so bad. Um, was it 20? 2014, maybe? Of course, yeah, yeah sure. That's uh, Snapchat era, right? Yes. They had, uh, they hadn't introduced, introduced ads yet? In Snapchat? No, like on Instagram and like stuff like that? No, ads were non-existent. At least when I started it, maybe they were there and I didn't see them. Were there Instagram videos back then already? Because back then, before uh, when that... When I first got it, no. There was no videos. It okay. came a couple of, like a year later, I think. All right, well... And stories was not a thing. Well, it's a good thing that they, they stopped you then because right after that, maybe a year or two after that, that's when social media became the slot machine and the casino that it is today. <laughs> It's dangerous territory now. So. It will suck your time. It will zombie you out. Yeah. And it's made on purpose for the own benefit of Google, Facebook, and uh, any other companies that you know maybe own TikTok and stuff like It's that. It's literally a platform for sucking your time now. and selling yeah. selling uh, people your information on what you like yeah. and stuff like that. By the way, when I get on Instagram today, I have to fight to see posts from my actual friends. Yeah. Like I sometimes physically go to their page to see if they posted anything because the only thing I get fed on my feed is advertisements. Yeah, no, you go on That's Instagram. literally it. You don't It's, see? I don't know what they're thinking. Like, great, it sells you things, but like I, I don't, I have no interest on scrolling through ads. Like I want to see 
the reason that I got on Instagram for. You're yeah. right. I go on Instagram and I see nobody of my friends and inner circles anymore. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's not even ads. It's also people you may know that yes, are not your friends. Suggested people you may know, like <laughs> where did my friends go? I, I, they don't want you to you see know? them. I guess it's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, Nora, your your personal experience with social media is very innocent. I know. Um, but like mine, actually, to be honest. Because I still feel like you obviously you still had up until eleven. You still got that kid experience, and because social media, I'm assuming it wasn't right off the bat. Crazy Instagram, Facebook when you started using it. No. Yeah. It wasn't. Tell me. Social media <laughs> How was, it was the most innocent thing back then. Why? You know, why didn't it's... I'm not even going to Can I say there. how my personal experience went? Yeah. Okay. It was almost like seven years before yours. Yeah. I was 10. It was something, we said it earlier, MSN, which is Messenger or something. It doesn't exist anymore. They closed down two, three years ago. Um... It was basically, it was the first social network that I uh, was but ever the on. the fact that it's like, I feel like today that would not be considered a social network. You see this thing called, you see, you see this? You see what this is? WhatsApp? Yes. You know what WhatsApp is? No, enlighten me. <laughs> this green app? That's basically what MSN was. But do they consider WhatsApp a social network? It's a messenger app. Okay. So it's basically what WhatsApp is today. And it's crazy because <laughs> that's one of the only things that I use today and that I love using today. I try, I try to stay away as far as possible and as much as possible from Facebooks, from YouTubes and from TikToks because they are slot machines, they are casinos. And I know for a fact that my primitive brain will not be able to easily uh, get away from scrolling down to the next short or video or TikTok video. I think you're just three seconds. a very video-based consumer. Like if they were to we get all are. you, yes. I no, I think I'm more photos. To be honest with you, I think you think that, but I don't you think, think it's true. I don't know my you know why? psyche. <laughs> Let me try and explain this to you. Please. Um, we as mere mortals and humans, we are actually. In our nature, we crave social connection. Yes. It makes us feel safe. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, we would want to join a community because it made us feel safe. Yeah. We crave that connection to feel safe. Nowadays, it's so easily done through a screen with one click of a button. You go through this person and you go through this other person and you feel connected. You want to feel this connection. And through videos, is the most visually stimulating way to connect with someone. So I feel like your brain will naturally be like, okay, I'm connecting in a more natural way to that person because it's a video, I can see him move, I can hear his voice, I can, you know what I mean? Okay, fine, true, maybe. Okay, there you go. I just, I, I just love aesthetically pleasing photos though too, so yeah, I thought maybe that was my thing. I don't think that's social networking. That's more like uh, watching a movie. It's still entertainment. No, but. but just like when I picture you using social media and then me using it, I find myself getting really pulled in to... F Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's videos and I'm just completely unaware of what's pulling me in. I do believe that um, at the end of the day, the main factor for us is to connect with the person. The person, not the food. I forgot about stories. Right? I, okay, stories. Do, do not, but videos. do you agree or not? Is that is that right? 
Wait, more important to connect with the person than the food? Do you, would you connect more to the food that you see on Instagram or that the person or, or to the person that runs it? Would you be more connected to the person that shares what they do and their personalities or the food? <laughs> <laughs> I just love food so much. <laughs> then I digress. I could look at food pictures all day. I digress. So I maybe digress. I'm just one in a million. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But to me, it's definitely the personality, you know? And, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to connect with someone and, and being a part of their, you know, uh, what finding out what you relate to them and what they relate That's to what you. That's what we're doing now. Yeah. That's what we're doing That's now, what we're right. Doing now. Yeah. But the, the destructive element to doing so through social media is the fact that it's so accessible that there's no effort. Mm -hmm. You don't have to walk to the village or this person's house or to this event. It's all through your phone, it's free, and you just can go to the next person, the next person, the next it's person. Too person. It's the so easy. Day, it's so easy. And it creates this dopamine element that uh, makes you addicted to it, yeah. right? And especially on Instagram, when people inflate uh, their lives mm -hmm. that make you, us, the casual consumer, uh, naturally inclined to this certain person's inflated life because it's it looks better. It's almost like you can turn your life off for a second, hop on there, and just live vicariously yes. through their. Actually, I yes. I found myself doing that before. I have done that before. Yes. I think we've all done that. We've at have a certain all point done that. Because yep. say you're going through something stressful, it allows you to turn your because your brain is. As much as you think it's working, like you're not there when you're on social media. 99% of the time, you think you're there, you're not there. So yeah. if you want to forget about something and enjoy a moment in the Maldives, just hop onto your favorite influencer and watch their video. I couldn't have said it more beautifully than yours. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Which sometimes, great, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Like if you want to. Maybe you can't go there. Maybe you can't go to the Maldives. Of course, it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a dopamine. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the dopamine itself. No. It makes you feel more joyful. It makes yes. you more happy. The the destructive thing in this is the overproduction of that dopamine that you get from this activity that is so accessible, so easily done, that you do not know how to stop this dopamine. Or from producing. You begin to enjoy that more than your actual that, and that, But that's what happens, yeah. is you start only doing that. Yeah. And you, you saturate that production of dopamine in your brain. Yeah. And it's like taking drugs. You take too much drugs, you love it, you're on that high. But when you're on that high for so long, you have this huge calm down when you don't use it. Exactly. You know, yeah. so people, they cannot live without scrolling on their screens anymore yeah you know or living through this other person's life you know because it's much easier than living their own life you know that's the crazy thing because i will say that if you get you say you're following a because i follow a lot of fitness influencers just to watch their workouts information that they're throwing out there all very positive i've tried to filter through everything but it is fascinating to me that i've never met these people in person they're not following me because they're big influencers or whatever, but the amount that I've seen from them, you do almost have that I feel like I know you connection, which is just you know what crazy that's called? to me. That's called a parasocial relationship. That's what you call uh, nowadays the relationship. Parasocial. 
Parasocial? Parasocial relationships. Okay. That's what the viewers or the audience or the community would have of the, would have of the influencer. The it's a relationship, but we yeah. call it a parasocial relationship to that person. Yeah, but it's crazy, you know, because yeah. it's like it is one-sided. I mean, of course, they support their community and they enjoy having people that support them. But at the end of the day, it's you watching that person that they, you've, they've never met you mm-hmm. and you feel... A almost it's almost like a friendship with them you know it's an incredible I mean I at the end of the day I think that's beautiful in the sense of maybe you aren't able to make connections with people that can fill that void of course so I don't know it's just crazy to me that you're right yeah yeah. you're right it's a beautiful thing I never thought about it that way no it's very powerful what you're saying you're right a hundred percent and it it does take people out of their miserable lives sometimes they may be dealing with depression they may be dealing with a difficult part of their lives and some of the influencers they may make make them feel uh, relevant again Mm -hmm. relatable to them make them feel entertained giving them that joy again yeah of course and that's a beautiful thing but again it's that it can be. It's that very own dopamine that they get that could take them out of that misery, take them out of that difficult time. That could make the misery worse. That could the, make the them, yeah. yeah. And they will never know how to stop until it's, it's a drug, until it's too yeah. late. Because it's so easy, it's so accessible. Yeah, don't get it wrong. Social media is... Are we going to classify it as a drug for this video? <laughs> it's an addiction. It is an addiction. It's an addiction. So like any other drug... Yeah. Uh, it, it is a drug. It no, is, it is. At yeah. the end of the day, it is. Anything that you can get so highly like, addicted to. Yeah, like coffee. We are not or... addicted to coffee. Sure. Calm down. <laughs> That's fun. You know, you were not a big coffee drinker when I met you, by the way. I feel like I sucked you in. I actually never drank coffee before. You rabbit. definitely did. And I think you're more addicted than I am now, to be completely honest I with you. I think I am. I think it just as of recently. We were watching. <laughs> we were living. Thanks. What were we? <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Welcome. <laughs> we were watching something and I forgot what you were doing. You're just laying down and you looked at me and you're like, I think I drank too much coffee. <laughs> I don't know what it does. Anyway, different topic, different day, different addiction. I think um, I drank too much coffee now. I think we did. Anyway, that was personal experience. Can I finish anything, off the... Please. Can I finish off with please, one please, last please. thing? Yes. Because um, I, I mentioned WhatsApp. Yes. Because MSN was the first, very, uh, very first social media platform that mm-hmm. I used before. And it was so innocent because it was just your inner circle. You were just engaging and communicating with people that you knew from school. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you didn't really know them, they were still you, in you your did school. Know them, yeah. They, they were, were tangible in your environment around you. Exactly. And uh, then you mentioned it, so I'm not going to go over the detail. But then Facebook came, and again, it was still very innocent at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, it was like Twitter, but back then there was no videos, there was no pictures, it was just status updates and stuff I like never, that. I still to this day don't understand. Twitter. I don't understand Twitter too. Uh, I don't use it, but um, it's, it could be very toxic as, as I hear. Mm-hmm. But anyways, coming back to it, then Instagram came and that again, like you said, it was very innocent back then. Uh, but not today, it's completely different, as everywhere. But back then you can see what your friends were doing. It was just your friends. I missed that. I missed that I too. Missed that. It was so yeah. innocent. Uh, I, I do want to finish off with one thing though, because I want to come back to MSN and WhatsApp. Uh, for me, what really changed the game uh, with this oversaturation of content is Snapchat and Vine because of the short burst video format that they brought to the table that uh, led to Facebook and uh, Google through YouTube mm-hmm. changing their entire structure and adding a lot more of these short burst video formats because they knew how addictive they were to people. People 
falsely believe that, oh, it's just going to be a one minute video, it's just going to be a 30 second video of like this That's short so burst, intense content, and then fast forward 10 hours, they're still yeah, there watching the same thing. Who watches one 10 second video? Nobody. No one. Not even I me. Don't, not not, not no. even me. It's nearly impossible. Yeah, you know? I, that's why I was actually very hooked on that. I was addicted to that, especially during the pandemic, because you're in this, you're stuck in this house in this one environment you cannot really go especially when you're in lockdown you can't really yeah. go to other environments and connect with other people you go you have only one last environment that you can go to is your digital space oh, yeah. and like we said at the beginning this is a casino once you go on youtube and uh, facebook and so i don't use facebook anymore but it's like uh the algorithm machine will trap you in the casino. It's like, you know, you go to the casino, you have all these flashing lights, all these it's ding exactly dong sounds that, that they research yeah. to the T that will never make you leave. There's no clock, there's no windows, you're stuck inside. This is the same thing. YouTube is no different. No. Um, and for me, it was, you know, back then it was, uh, you know, watching cop videos because it was adrenaline rush. Well, what's going to happen next? Are you actually off the cop videos now? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yes. no, no, bring it back, please. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, f I found myself, and unfortunately, a lot of people that are into that phase, they don't realize or they're just having too much of a hard time getting off of it. Yeah. It's very hard deleting those apps when you get so much dopamine from them. And uh, the, unfortunately, it's the only thing you can do. If you cannot control it, you must delete it. There's a lot of people out there on YouTube specifically that will watch a certain creator uh, and obsess and they will not do anything else but watching those YouTube creators. You know what I mean? Because they've been sucked it. Yeah, it's exactly. It's dopamine, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was one of them as well. I was one of them. This is why I deleted all of these things because it's I cannot control it. I think that's the line that you need to define though because we all have something that we can get addicted to on social media. Oh, the 100%. algorithm. There's. I don't think there's one human being that doesn't have a thing that they could get addicted to. No. The algorithm knows it. It's the difference of becoming aware that that's what it's doing to you, you know, because I've got, I could get sucked in as well, but I'm aware of it now. So I've tried to set in place little tools to control myself. Same thing with you. You know that there's certain types of videos that will suck you in if you allow them to. You just need to be just aware enough to the point that you're able to decide if you want to watch them, you have a reason for watching it. Perfect, great, watch the video, but don't mindlessly get sucked in because that's when it gets dangerous. That's honestly what it comes down to. Yeah. If you can control it, just watch this creator for one hour, two hours a day, yeah. then but then stop. There's no harm in that. There's no harm, no harm. in that. You yeah, know? Well, no, if it's not a creator, just a video, just one hour, just, that's it. Exactly. You know? But if you can't control it, delete it, yeah. please. You will get zombied out. You're going to waste your life away all of that time. Yes, you're going to get a dopamine rush, but it's going to be to a saturated amount. You don't need that excess amount of dopamine. It will no. ruin your life and your relationship yes. if you don't control it. Because you will... <laughs> that it was not even going to be important to you anymore. You know, well, you're not going to care at the end It's minute. not going to be enough of a dopamine rush that yeah. it is that you get from the screen. And, you know, that's destructive. You know, because I will say one thing now that you brought up the topic again of destroying relationships with social media. Yeah. Us included, anyone can fall into that trap. And I know there's oh, certain 100%. times that, because look, you get on social media, we've touched on that already, but you're only, I know it's getting a little bit better now with like people trying to show more authentic sides of themselves and showing like the unfiltered version of everything. But 99% of the time you see 
the best angle, the best picture, yeah. the best sliver, the vacation, Augmented the luxurious, reality. yeah, you're a human, you're gonna compare, I know I compare myself when I get on social media, not in a toxic way, but like, at the end of the day, who doesn't compare themselves? You're always gonna compare yourself. So if you get into the habit of doing that every single day, day in, day out, say in our relationship, we got to a day where maybe we had an argument, maybe we weren't feeling our best, you are going to compare yourself to when you got on social media and you saw that perfect relationship. Yeah, you yeah, saw that. 100%. You're just going to, like you're- It's a natural behavior. It's for natural, sure. it's human. So if I would have stayed in that unaware state, of course that could have ruined our relationship because you get this false sense of reality and you learn, you forget what's real at the end of the day. Get off of these platforms if that happens to you. <laughs> end of video, get off. <laughs> like you said, there's nothing wrong with comparing yourself to other people online because they can actually show you how to get there. Mm -hmm. um, when I transfer my body it was through comparing myself to people mm -hmm. that were better uh, than me at doing so online on Instagram. It inspired you. It inspired yeah. me. Uh, but it also, I did catch myself draining my time my, uh, from scrolling to mm -hmm. fitness influencer, from fitness to the other fitness influencer, without really engaging with my own. Exactly. Not actually doing it. Not actually just doing like, it. yeah. Just keep comparing. Yeah. Oh, it's too late. Oh, I'm too lazy. Oh, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. You know? Until one time I was like, Screw it, it's my turn, let's do it. Yeah. I'm 22, 23 at the time. Uh, I felt like I was 90 years old, uh, you know. What, 19? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, feel like that though sometimes. No, yeah, so it can actually wake you up. Yeah. But the sooner the better. <laughs> yeah, you know, I will say one thing very quickly that Tell I want to say before I forget it. I heard this somewhere, I forgot where I heard it, so if I can remember, Maybe I'll source it down, but I don't remember where I heard this, but it's so beautiful and it's so relevant. But I was watching a podcast a couple of months ago and they were talking about if you can find the things that make you jealous, ironically. So if you're scrolling through and you find yourself in that jealous state or envious state almost, mm, that is a sign that that is something that you want to pursue. And you have two options when you get that feeling. You either sit there and you feel sorry for yourself and jealous and envious towards that person, or you recognize it in a constructive way of like, oh, he's so in shape. I'm jealous of that. I wish I was there. I'm going to take the steps to get there now because I, I want to be in shape as well. I want to be healthy. So I think if you can flip that, because... I mean, okay, we've all been there, I think. Let's not lie to ourselves. Oh, You're scrolling yeah. through yeah. social media. You do get jealous sometimes. Mm -hmm. Flip it, though, and use social media in a constructive manner and be like, oh, my God, they just introduced me to something that I actually want to be as well. So, I, and exactly like your fitness, like you were talking about, you saw it, envious of that state. I've been in that point as well, and you did something about it, and you were constructive with it. It was thanks to that envy. You're right. thanks to it, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's funny because envy was always uh, the connotation to envious being envious was always negative to me. Exactly. But it's that I think it will always be. Well, uh, if you dwell in it. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want to be in it. that negative mind loop anymore. No. So I just it's my turn. Exactly. To be that person, yeah. to be like that in my own way, 
not be envious anymore. I felt it with the podcast before we started. Oh, well, there I'm, you go. You know how many people are starting a podcast this year? Yeah. It's amazing. We, uh, we, but I, I'd we, watch it and I'd be like, oh, God, I really want to start it. Great, Hannah, start it then, you yeah, know, and exactly. we did it. So <laughs> Thank you, guys. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> if you want to start a podcast, start it. Please do it. Go do it. Or um, anything else. I did want to... I said I'm going to finish off with Instagram. I'm going to stop cutting you off. With uh, WhatsApp, sorry, I never did. No, no, no. Go. You can cut me off all you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you too. For me, the social media journey went full circle. Like my personal, uh, as a consumer mm -hmm. of social media. From MSN, you know, it was just whenever you see someone online, they're green. Mm -hmm. And everyone red is offline. That was literally it. There was no ads, there was no videos, there was no this, there was just, it was just, because if, if it wasn't that, the only way to communicate, <laughs> <laughs> the 1% everybody, <laughs> the... <laughs> it's going to happen at least once a podcast. I, actually, if you, if you, if you saw it and comment down below, uh, please do it too. timestamp it, we're going to shout you out the next time. <laughs> God, oh okay. God. Okay. If it wasn't through MSN, the only way to communicate with people back then for me was to take the phone and make the effort to dial the number and to call them, right? But that's why MSN was so good is because instead of doing that, you can just message them. It was easy. But yeah. it was still communication. You still... That's, I feel like that was still beautiful and innocent. Like uh, yes. Yeah. It was an interaction. It was a still a, uh, real. a real natural interaction yeah. without this whole zombied out uh, that comes from the content that's thrown at you from ads, from videos, from other people that you don't care from, for, you know, it was just your friends, your mm -hmm. inner circle. Uh, so for me, it went to MSN, then to more and more uh, zombying out Platforms like Facebook and Instagram, especially later on, Snapchat, Vine, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. That's a Facebook already. Yeah. And bad. now it's back to a similar version to MSN, which is WhatsApp. It's the same thing to me. Yeah. It's just the people that you know. I have a group on WhatsApp, a WhatsApp group with just seven friends, close friends. And that's exactly how I treated MSN back when I was like 10. Yeah. And that's why it's so beautiful. Because it's, it's innocent. Again. It's just, yeah. you, you, you don't have that noise from all of that social media, ads, gossip, drama, content. It's just you and your friends. That's it. What they advertise that social media is supposed to be connecting with your friends. This is actually still bad. What's up? Yeah, what's up? What's up? You get two... Ironically, plus thank today. you, Facebook. I know. <laughs> Ironically, No, but though. before no. Facebook, it was its own individual app exactly. before Facebook took it over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, WhatsApp. It's I funny. It's just, Facebook. I felt like it was an interesting kind of full circle. It's the life cycle, yeah. Yeah, I guess, life cycle. of your experience yeah. with social media. But yeah. I think this is a beautiful segue, though, into our next talking point, which I'm really excited to talk about. I think you know what it is. Um, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but now that we've kind of covered social media, uh, we wanted to walk you through social media detox. I don't know if any of you have done this, uh, but Mehdi and I at different points have done a 30 day social media detox. And I cannot tell you a how eye opening it was, at least for me, 
to do a 30-day oh, detox. Sure. And what this is, in case you are not aware, you literally delete any social media platform that you are using for 30 days um, and you would be thrown out of your chair at the things that you realize. Because when I started this, because like I said, Facebook, not big in it, TikTok, not big, all of those. Used to. For like a week, no, we're not even going to talk about that. It's irrelevant. Used to. Well, I can relevant talk about relationship. You got a little bit too caught up. I with did it, not it? get caught up. <laughs> okay, so like for a week, maybe I used to, during quarantine, what else was there to do during quarantine? I went into like Did I touch this touchy subject? <laughs> but um, no, so in all seriousness, like, TikTok blew up during quarantine. I think we all started using it more during yeah. that point. Had never used it before that, thought it wasn't interesting. Um, and I got big into the TikTok dances. Mm, mm. I know you remember that. Um, and so I did this, I was trying to upload all of them in one day. And I remember I got so frustrated. Cause I was like, it's not uploading, it's not uploading. I have to post a dance every single day. Why? Don't ask me. I don't know why I had to do that, but Mehdi happened to walk in during my manic frustration episode. <laughs> and I remember sitting on the table and he's like, what's wrong? What's going on? And I was like, it's not uploading on TikTok. <laughs> I was so, and I remember your face, you were just like, and you turned Calm around. down, Mama Sita. You didn't even, you just turned around and I think you walked out. Yeah. And I sat there and I, in that moment I was like, eh. Maybe this is not the best idea. So that was my week of TikTok, and then it ended after that. But thank God. Thank God. But no, outside of that, I think that was very easy for me in that moment to realize how destructive. Yes, because you're completely opposite. Because with I yeah, I'm completely. That's not who you are. That's not who I am whatsoever. Yeah. And look at that! It took me a week to get addicted to that application. That's how destructive That's they are. Terrifying. Yes. That's not normal. Um, and so after that, I. I turned it off. I was done with it. I really, I've used it sporadically here and there for business. Mm -hmm. um, but because with TikTok, the thing is, you never feel like, at least as a creator, you never feel like you're creating enough. It's like you have to constantly catch up. Because some Tell people are posting yeah. four to five times, maybe mm -hmm. more a day. And you're like, oh my God, if I'm not posting yes. this once a day, yes. I'm falling behind. I'm missing out. What are you missing out on? What are you missing? What are you missing out More on? More views. But like comes down to that. No, it comes down to that. So anyway, I want to get back to the detox. Sorry, yes. Yeah, Thank sorry. you for leading me down my dark path of TikTok. <laughs> but um, no. So with the detox, leading you out for thirty days, we deleted all of our social media applications for the first week. I unconsciously, not unconsciously, subconsciously, kept trying to scroll. Oh in my phone to get to Instagram. So that's the first thing I'll say. If you're doing this detox, actually delete the application from your phone because your thumb yes. or your finger will try to take you there when you're bored. Yes. Or when this is something that was really beautiful that I realized during this detox, I was able to pinpoint the reasons why I was getting on social media. I was able to put an emotion to the time that I was getting on there. Because if I got stressed out, if I was anxious about something, that's when I'd get the feeling or the inclination. It's like, oh, I really want to go get on social media really quickly just to check how many people have viewed my or liked my photo. 
Just I like people have when they smoke a cigarette. You're trying to get rid of something. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to feel the stress. I didn't want to feel the anxiety or the sadness. Let me go delete it and like, but it wasn't there. So I was forced to deal with the emotion, um, which is a healthy thing, by the way, you should feel the stress. You should feel the anxiety sometimes because you need to feel it to process it, to get through it. So it was very enlightening to take those 30 days. It makes you grounded again. It yeah. makes you honest to yourself again. It makes you not fake. You know, it makes you real. That's who you are. It makes you self-aware. Self-aware, yeah. you know, natural. These platforms will uh, drive you to a path that is dangerous. It drives it's, you. It's unstable. It, yeah, it drives you. I feel like in my mind it drives you if you use it in an unhealthy manner. It drives you to the worst version of yourself. Both as a creator and, and a consumer. Yes. Both ends. Yeah. By yeah. the way, both ends. Not just as a consumer, as a yeah. creator, one hundred percent. I know it's it's very tough to maintain a, a stable flow uh, uh, when using these platform as a consumer and a creator. I'm not sure which one's actually more destructive, to be honest. But to be honest, yeah. It's very hard to to say, uh, just as long as you control the amount of time. That you spend on them because yeah. as a creator man like the fear of missing out is insane when we were on that it's, of 100 percent. it's like there's no limit yeah. you know you never know when to stop like oh i want to go on all these platforms you got a tiktok you got the youtube youtube clips youtube shorts you got the instagram and then you videos can't just post blah, 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 it. you think you need to market it so no as a yeah. consumer i'll be honest with you i almost think it's more I think it could be more toxic as a creator, as I think, compared I think to it a can. consumer. Especially yeah. when you uh, make money out of it as well. Like you, you, it becomes a much bigger priority for, yeah. for you. Social media becomes a much bigger factor in your life. In terms of the title of this video, destroying our relationship, I think that could have been one thing that could have. Because it was work, 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 create as much content as you could. So if we were not self-aware enough to see that, that could 100% destroy any relationship, any relationship. 100%. Yeah. And I, there are relationships that were both creators, you know, the, the man and the woman, mm -hmm. that had the relationships ruined because of them being creator and taking it too far. Yeah. Never knowing when to make the separation between the relationship and the work. Yeah. That's destructive. It is destructive. For sure. We could have, yeah, that could have been very bad for us. No, seriously. No. Uh, the pandemic uh, is, is a, how do you say this, is a blessing and a curse for me in that respect. It's because when everything got locked down uh, on the height of the content creation that I was making, it kind of calmed me down. I was like, okay, if there's any time to stop it, doing it is now. I think a lot of people took it as a time to reflect and their own lives, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when I think we both did this detox around that time, yeah. right? The pandemic, when it hit. That was the first time, but then I did it more thoroughly. This the, year after. the year after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Me too. Um, yes, thank God, honestly, because a lot of people, a lot of people and creators especially did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Just no. keep pumping, 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 pumping. You know, I think that's so beautiful that you mentioned that because yeah. I have the same feeling towards the pandemic. Obviously, catastrophe, upsetting, it's horrible. But on the flip side, it did wake so many people up oh, and it woke a huge us up. Yeah. One, I literally remember because it was almost like a, 
you're facing a very serious thing, anytime you're facing something like that, it kind of throws you back and forces you to reevaluate your life. Yeah. And it heavily did that to both of us it did. at the same time. Really and I am eternally grateful for that. Because who? <laughs> God knows what path we could have gone down if we did not receive that as a wake up call. We're not even going to go there. <laughs> I, I mean, I am um, because uh, it honestly is facing the end of the world. You almost felt like that you back then. Like it it's, at the you're facing death, right? I know it's very uh, dark. I no, but you, you do feel like that. Talking about it, but you feel it. You felt that. And we all felt that. When you feel that, you, you reflect through all of the things that you're doing in life. Is it worth it? Does it make any sense? Is that really what you? Is Why that am really I here? What am I yeah. doing? What's my legacy? What, What's your what legacy? value do I want to offer to people exactly. in this world? You really want to be remembered for doing what you were doing, and yeah. so you take things much more serious. And you, it makes you really think what kind of character you're putting out in the world. Do you really want that to be who you are? Do you yeah. really want to symbolize that character? And the pandemic was really truly the time where I and you, uh, obviously, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, took that time to think to yourself and say, no, this is not, this, I have my own character that I want to be, my own life that I want to be, the things that I want to do that matter, exactly. you know, that are meaningful. And the pandemic was that time, so, yeah. <laughs> no, it was beautiful. Yeah. I know, it's a, that's what I'm saying, it's a blessing and a curse. No, well, it is, and I think everyone I've spoken to face-to-face hear about that they feel the same way yeah we all realize something it, yeah yeah it makes you think much more serious about what you're doing uh clears the clears the air it really oh it cleared the fog very yeah. fast i went from doing all of that content no. to to <laughs> stopping and deleting all of these apps gradually yeah. And spending more time, uh, you know, outside in the garden in with my wife life. in the real life yeah, for a whole life. year and a half, almost two now. Yeah. Uh, it's. I feel like that's how life is meant to be uh, lived, and you know, gradually we use social media like here on YouTube for things that matter. Yes. You know, we know now thanks to this detox that we went through. Exactly. So if you feel confused and lost in life and Take you do feel break. yourself being zombied out uh, or just conf like confused like you're not spending your time in the right way maybe you feel down all the time there's a high probability it is because of this you need to take some time to just mm. get out of your head mm -hmm. oh, I recommend Please. the 30 day detox take that 30 day detox delete everything and yeah delete it from the phone because like we said you will get into it even if you're not knowing that you're getting into it, like your muscle memory, guys, yeah. is a very real thing. No, you're right, very me too. Thing. Like my thumb would just go like, oh, it's... <laughs> where's Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, because now today I have it back again, obviously, because I'm using it for work, using it for everything. Um, I do get into it sometimes without knowing that I'm into it. And then I'll be in the app and I'll be like, why did I, why did I get into this app again? What am I doing here? And I have to get back out of it. So you're human. Get rid of it for a little bit. Well, this is the perfect time to get into the topic. I'll start. Are we starting? <laughs> I kind of want to include that. Fine, we can include it if you want. Okay. Um, no, but in all honesty, I think this is a beautiful time to segue into our next talking point, which is, we kind of touched on it already, but it's the next generation. We in, haven't. You don't think we have? We haven't talked about the next generation. Okay, well, I've talked about myself 
Okay, you're right. We haven't talked about the next generation. No, no, no. But... Next generation, baby. Next generation the of next zombies. generation. Robots. No. <laughs> People that were hooked to social media on iPads at the age I of know. five and six. I'm talking about the 2005, 2006, 2007 kids out there. Oh, Gen all, Z, baby. We all know them. <laughs> but yeah, so we wanted to talk about the next generation and social media. And I don't know just where you see it going. Do you see it going in a positive direction, a negative direction? Because I know for me, like I said, I am so eternally grateful that I had my childhood that existed outside of these platforms. In all honesty, I wish the next generation the best of luck because it does scare me to see kids that are five and six years old not being children in the sense that we were, you know? Like, they're never bored. I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to be bored and problem solve and like come up with these Yamazaki, Kamazaki, whatever you call Yama, them. Yamakasi. Yamakasi. <laughs> like you need that because I see that continuing into my adulthood. Um, oh, we, we have played a lot of games. Yeah. With the ball. And yeah, what else did you play? The, shoot the ball in your butt. Um, we played, uh, you know, running around the house with a tennis ball, like caveman throwing. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe it's good they got their social media after all. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, we play with our maid I too back then, condone. and our maid was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, what in the house? Around the house? Oh, no. Are we <laughs> no, it was it was cute. It was cute." Um, what else do we play? You know, bicycles going on, you know, hills and dunes. I'm yeah. not saying kids are not doing this today, but I'm just We saying. had another game. I forgot to mention this one, by the way. Tell me. About my, we played a game called Lost. We had never watched the TV show Lost, but we heard the name of the TV show. We heard about the concept of them being on a lost island. That was one of my sister and I's favorite games. You have not watched games. Lost? No, but we created what? this game inspired by the show. We had like this, um... Cause our house backed up to water. Mm -hmm. So there was water in our backyard and our grass would like stoop down to get down to the water. And we had this big area with palm trees and it was kind of like a, what do you call that? Like oh, a, like you a told me. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And we would play lost on that. We called it like an island. Cause it was like a mm. area of like dirt with like the palm trees, the flowers, the bushes surrounded by rocks. We'd be out there for hours pretending that we were on this lost island. Like, how cute is that? Like, I, my kids are gonna have that experience, by the way. Like, I'm gonna force them to be bored and come up with their own version of these games. I feel like, yeah, no, it's... It's difficult. I'm not saying, like, the kids are not playing those kinds of games today, like the Gen Z stuff. Yeah. I know, I, I, and I feel like it's been said before that every generation will say the same thing to the new coming generation. That's very and true as be well. the old grumpy grandpa. That I'm not say, being an old grumpy yeah, grandpa no, 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 right no, now, by the way. Oh, I don't want to be for you. That you know, way. but that's why it's difficult. <laughs> I it's, know. Of course, you see a lot more kids using iPads today at five, six, you know? It's like... All I'm saying difficult. is that when... I, I'm sure it's going to be different when we actually have kids. It's not right now. But in this current moment, I do want them to experience that side of being a kid as well, you know? Of like, course. I, I'm, by the way, I'm definitely saying that social yeah, media is... I will never be the parent that's like, my kid's bored, they're, oh, take an iPad, go play your games. No, please. Like, I... Madame, no iPad. Miss, what's the opposite of this? I hate iPads anyways. Sir, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, but like, no. Um, never. I no. do... 
agree that social media is extremely dangerous for the kids and yeah. the new generation and i feel like they are becoming more robots and more zombied out yeah. than our generation because they're spending more time being zombied out in social media mm-hmm. and spending more time in casinos yeah. you know that's they shouldn't no because i feel like as well so say we talked about that in my last video i was a little bit on the heavier side as a kid but if I would have been exposed to social media the way it is today, at that age back then, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been a positive thing for me whatsoever. Because back then, like I said, I was this happy little kid in my own little world with my tight-knit group of friends that were actually in front of me. I was happy. Like, I wasn't exposed to what I could have been. That would have been a negative thing for me, I think, if I was exposed to that back then. It's destructive. There's dangerous things that you can be exposed to. Uh, For example, now on Twitch, you have a lot of things that are very, very, very provocative that are not meant for children. But Twitch has a lot of children that are on the platform. But people that are creators that are on there are doing stuff that are borderline 18 plus. And this is not a platform that is advertised 18 plus. And kids on social media, it's so accessible. They can go on it. And they're not meant to see stuff like that. They're not meant to. And also there's things, for example, now as well, I'm never going to go into politics, but like Mm -hmm. things that are circulating on the internet right now, kids are not supposed to see that kind of gruesome You need to be a kid for a little bit longer. Yeah, you need to... I'm just saying it's it's a difficult topic. I know. Look... At the end of the day, obviously you can't take it out of their lives 100%, but I'm going to be very, very yes. careful and I'm always going to know. Because like you said, each social media platform, there's going to be things a kid is not supposed to see, even if they say they're kid friendly. Because what, you've got YouTube kids, you've got all these other different platforms that are trying to cater to the younger generation. Something to the No, until they're of age that I felt like I was, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. You need to know what they're seeing because you're, it's too dangerous. You're making. You're reminding me. Yesterday we watched this uh, this show uh, on French TV, and it was funny enough. It was mm-hmm. this social media influencer. Um, <laughs> she's selling her bath water. Have you heard about this? That was in the French TV we were watching yesterday. Yes. Bath water. She is selling. It's this whole social media craze craze now, where uh, this is what influencers are starting to become is wait like water she's bathing in she's bathing in and she's selling it for like thousand euros or something like that buying and she it? has half of mil- half a million uh followers um are they buying it yes <laughs> she's psychopaths oh my god yes let's uh, sell our please, bath water if anyone is into that please see someone Please, I would not they're want our community her, to... They're buying her bath water. Yes. What are they doing with it? No, but it's just showing you this this whole um, ideology that, oh, I want to be a content creator, or I want to be a YouTuber, I want to be this influencer, is so taken out of proportion. And I'm trying not to be this grumpy old grandpa saying this. No, I, you know, I don't think we're being it in a grumpy way. I like, think we're just being in a like, what? Wait, yes. Like, really? Yeah, and, and she... It's crazy. She twisted it and saying like, well, you know, it's not illegal. Uh, apparently, of it, course it's, it's not, a- not li- illegal. No, well, obviously it's but- just water at the end of the day, but it's weird. It's disgusting. What do you mean it's just water? It's gross. Who knows? And she's selling her, 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 uh, she's uh, selling other things, her, uh, thongs. 
you know, that's why Many it's, G-rated. It's, it's on the French platform and there's like, you know, adults, you know, stuff like that watching that's it. That's crazy. But it, it's just the direction that social media is going. Yes, you can learn a lot of stuff as a kid on there. You can learn tutorials on how to code or planets and stuff like that. It's amazing. But with the rise of good information, There's there comes the, the rise, rise of bad information. Yeah. And I feel like destruction can outweigh the construct the construction. Yeah. So kids are in a much more dangerous spot right now than we were back in the day. Yeah. Because we they are much more exposed. We weren't even to exposed age. to anything like that. Their brains are not developed to understand the kind of information, destructive information that they're ingesting right now. So uh, I feel like I just hope there. Uh, I just hope that the parents are very. Yeah, it's up to the parents. It's up, it's to, up the to the parents. parents, and it'll be up to us as well. One day, like, because yeah. they're gonna be exposed to it. Yeah. Obviously, our kids are gonna have friends. They're not gonna be. Yeah. Under a stone, living under a rock. You're um, right. It's like, up to the parents. They're gonna get exposed to it, whether we like it or not. So it's just being smart about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I know. Guess. I, but I that's know it's tough. It's but... so funny for me to look at like. I know you've felt like this as well, but like I picture myself when I was seven. I see a seven-year-old today. The seven-year-old today would be me when I was like 16 or 17. Oh yeah. Like I was such a <laughs> stupid seven-year-old. Like yes. not stupid as in like stupidity, but like stupid yeah. as in like, I just, I was weird, you know? Like as a kid should be. I didn't care about what I was wearing. I didn't care about what I said necessarily, or like how, what I looked like. Like the kids these days, what brand are you wearing? Like, who do you follow? Who are you, I'm like, it's. I'm it's, so, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, at the same time I'm impressed yeah. that they're like that aware. But at the same time, I'm like, you're seven. Like be a dirty kid, like, that's, you know? That's the whole so, topic we went through. It's because they're, it's so accessible to uh, connect to everyone online now. So yeah. it's easier for them to compare and to fall into this negative loop of constantly comparing them, wanting to be this augmented reality, wanting to be flashy, wanting to be I'm putting makeup at six. Oh, I uh, wasn't. Instead of- 16 was the age I was allowed to start Every single girl way. that was in my school, in elementary school, even elementary, can you believe it? Uh, or middle school, maybe. We're all like nerds. We were all nerds. We Same. all looked like nerds, glasses like this, you know? I like want to find photos shorts. of what I was wearing when I, I was that age. I had a bowl cut, you know? <laughs> You know what I mean? Now girls nowadays they're all like make they look like makeup. they're in their 20s. What the hell is going on? It's crazy. Right? That's social media doing that, you know. know. And so, it's 100%. And the parents not monitoring, you know. It, no, but then again, it's the parents feeling the pressure of like, "Oh my god, all of my kids, their friends are that I don't want them to be picked on, so like maybe I let them." That's why it's it's weird. It's like I'm telling you, yeah, you it's it's, it's complex. Uh, it's, we'll see when we get there. It's growing too fast for me to comprehend what's right and wrong. I know. There's obviously some wrong that I'm uh, I'm seeing there, but it's... I'm gonna buy an island and we're gonna live on an island with our kids, so we don't have to deal with this. <laughs> we're just gonna be island people. Can I actually use this opportunity to ask you? Yeah. The community, what do you think specifically about this new generation? That we're is, at a loss. <laughs> yeah, that is seeing uh, all of that content on social media with an undeveloped brain uh, and exposed to so much information that is very constructive, but also very destructive. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. We what want to actually, think? I'd be curious to is know. okay? Yeah. Should they be on social media at, at 10 or no, what am I saying? Six, seven, because we were, I was at 11, but 
Should they be there at six or seven? I think they should is all be like me fault? and wait until they're 18 to even be introduced to That's a little bit on the edge. But I turned out fine. Thank you. No, I feel like, no, I feel like uh, as soon as you mention okay to go on social media <laughs> as soon as you go through puberty you're okay to go on social media no i'm serious as soon as you go through oh, i puberty, know when your brain starts developing a little bit more yeah you're okay to go on social media you're yeah. nearing you're able maturity you can yeah you can make decisions yeah you're point. nearing this maturity. somewhat yeah somewhat not at six not at seven no by no means look i think at the end of the day and i'm going to close off this way and then i have nothing else to say about these topics Social media can be a beautiful, wonderful tool, which is the way that I believe the both of us are using it now. Um, and I believe that's the way most of the accounts that I am following it are using it as well. Constructive, uplifting, knowledge-based, um, just a very positive, like I find myself getting on social media these days for two reasons, to learn something on a podcast like we're making right now, but through other avenues, or to be inspired. If I'm feeling a lack of motivation of like, ah, God, I don't know what I want to do today. Maybe I'm, I don't know what I want to work out. I'll get on social media to kind of be like revived and like, oh, here's all these beautiful influencers I follow. If they can get their workout in today, so can I, I'm going to go work out now. I've tried to really hone it in to those two purposes. Yeah. But on the other end, of course, it can be incredibly destructive and you just need to use your best judgment and you need to be it comes down to who you're following a lot at the end of the day so be smart if you need to do one of those clear outs of make sure you're not following destructive accounts yeah and that means animal videos sometimes <laughs> so had to unfollow a lot of accounts <laughs> that's so cute it's okay. you're joking right they're addictive, so they're yes, addictive, I'm serious. You're blushing, are you? Because I did <laughs> Nothing to be embarrassed. Them. I know. Nothing to be embarrassed. Me, my them. mom, and my sister, we're all addicted to them. I'm addicted to whale videos. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I love whales. Yes, you are. You know, there's nothing bad with it. But that's if I had to close off somewhere today, it's, it's there. Wow, that was a... Uh, that was heavy. That was heavy. That was he but in like a good way. I feel like I ran a marathon. And Same. We're just very I'm I'm passionate about people losing their minds to social media. So um, no, I think we spoke very spoke from the heart today. We did uh, it, it, very close to um, the previous episode that we did. It's packed with so much substance because yeah. it's one of the most uh, the biggest factors in our lives, right? Yeah. The social media, we use it on a daily basis. It's yeah. there, it's huge, it's growing at an impressive rate. Yeah, and if it's used for a good thing, rate. it's beautiful, but it, it does break my heart when I see it hurting people because I know how easily it can be destructive. And it's I just want to like grab them and be like, delete it for 30 days, figure it out, and then get it. Like, we're not, I never plan to cut it out 100% forever. I'll do these detoxes here and there just to kind of recenter myself, but I love social media. Like it's such a powerful, beautiful tool to connect with other people. So no, I'm never going to cut it out 100%. Because now you have a limit. Like you know, now you, I know my you limits. went through this detox. Yeah. You know where your limits That's are. That's the thing with the detox. We're not telling you to take it out of your lives. We're telling you to detox, to understand how to use it. Like the point of the detox is to take it out, to put it back in. Understand yourself, yeah. But to understand yourself enough to use social media in a positive, constructive way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, that's perfect. Do you have anything else that you want to uh, 
That is, I just have the candy that I want I to offer them. I think this is the perfect time to yes. offer the audience some, can some what candy. What candy? You don't oh, know? Give me candy. Me? Okay, I have it in my bag right here. <laughs> no, but um, like always, we like to end our episodes with something that you can do on your own time um, to kind of take part in the video. And that's my what? coffee. If you, okay, you're going to find with Mehdi, the more you get to know him, the man steals. That's sugar, huh? Mm. And that's how you fix the problem. <laughs> that's how you fix it. Uh, but anyway, something that we can offer you to do on your own time to be a part of our video and the topic that we discussed today. Two things for you to take away today. A, we highly recommend that you do the 30-day detox. We already explained it, so try that out. The second thing, though, is to watch the social dilemma, which you have not watched which yet. I need either, to. by the way. Not do my homework. If you guys like Mad Men, one of the main characters from Mad Men is in it, so... Oh, yeah, yeah you told me. Okay, I'll watch it then. Yeah, I'll but anyway, it. to watch that, because if you didn't already get the gist of it, of what we were talking about today, of how much social media, the algorithm is meant to just know you, to, it's kind of terrifying. It's fine if you're aware of it, but if you're not aware of it, it's a scary thing. So I highly recommend it's on Netflix, watching The Social Dilemma. It's not very long. It's like 45 minutes, I think, to an hour, one episode or one movie, and just become more aware of what Instagram and Facebook are setting, and YouTube, of what they're doing. As long as you know you're fine, you're in a place where you can make a decision, but at least know. So those are my candies that I'm offering you today. <clears throat> my candy is not as delicious as yours, but it is going to be a, an article that okay. I read. And it's a study, it's a scientist that studied how destructive social media is actually to people that don't control it. It's linked to, uh, I, don't know how, I don't know why I'm finishing this off with such a dark thing. Because it's something do on there, oh, we'll say it with a smile. And then it will <laughs> it's linked to depression <laughs> and yes, thoughts. No, but no, seriously. I know. It's, no, it's helpful though. It's sourced down below in the description. You can go read it if you want. Uh, but it's, it's, I'm saying this to wake you up. It is linked to depression, uh, to you know bad things basically, um, because it is very similar to entering a casino and you have no control on how much time you spend on it because the system is it knows you. built to keep you there as much as possible to turn you into a zombie. It really, really is. So you read the article if you want, uh, you will learn a lot from it. There's a lot of statistics in there. Um, so there, yeah, please wake up. Exactly, yeah, no, that's all we're recommending is that you just yeah. become aware and then that way you can make like Save your decision. life, please. It can actually save yes. somebody's life out there. You can actually, it's true, use social media to come out from a dark place, but you can, you can get into a dark fall place. right back to another one if you don't, a exactly. much darker one. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, those are that's our it. three candies. With yeah. that being said. Smile at this. <laughs> Thank you so much for sticking with us through this episode. I don't know, but I had, I don't know. I always enjoy talking to you and I think this was a really interesting topic to cover. I hope that it was insightful for you guys. If you have not already, make sure to subscribe to our channel. Yes, baby, please um, tap the red button. We will be releasing a new episode every single week, mm -hmm. Sunday, 5 p.m. plus 3 GMT? Uh, 5 p.m. Bahrain time. That yes. is plus 3 GMT. Yes. Exactly. Not so sure about the US, but. Make sure to subscribe. We are so happy that you joined us today, and we'll see you in the next episode. Yes, please. Come back next week. We will be talking about what? 
We don't know yet. Don't know so, yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so uh, much for watching, you guys. We are very excited to bring you into our travels in the future. We're going to be bringing this podcast mobile, just to remember, just podcast to remind on you. The go. Podcast on the go. So please come along, bring a friend along to make them, you know, aware of us. Yes. They can hopefully be inspired and learn something. Yeah, and of and course, just... if you had anyone that you think this could be beneficial for, yeah. make sure to share it with them. Join as the journey. Well. We're just uh, Mehdi and Hannah here talking things together, and we want to involve as just many people as possible. Just chit chatting. Wanted to know what you think as well. Having coffee talks. Having coffee talks. I don't <laughs> no. have coffee anymore, so. Wait, finish mine. I actually have hardcore coffee jitters right now. <laughs> you know, I think let's end it then. Let's end it. I think that's why I'm blushing. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Take it easy. Thank you. Bye. Ma'asalaamah. That was... <laughs>